This is Pastor D.R.E. with you, and I want to take this time to give you a formal invitation to our new Facebook page, Day 41 Outreach. That is Day 41, the numbers 41 Outreach. What you're going to find on this page is previous podcasts, as well as previous Bible studies that we have, uh, Sunday services sprinkled in there, and then we're going to be doing some other videos that you won't get on the podcast, interviews that you won't get on the podcast, uh, just strictly on Day 41 Outreach. I want you to join me and take this journey with me. It's going to be major, and I can promise you this one thing, you will be blessed. This is Pastor D.R.E. on the M.I.C. and welcome to Prime Cuts. How y'all doing this morning? It is a beautiful day. Wouldn't you agree? Yep. Yep. That's my <laughs> that's my cousin Naya, you know, just kind of hanging out with me right now. But it's a beautiful day. Listen, we had a great time this morning on Ready, Set, Release. And uh, of course, you're going to be hearing the highlights from this show. Uh, we went over the headline news today. We did address, unfortunately, the issues or the, the tragedy in Texas uh, with the Texas shooting. And my heart goes out to every parent right now uh, who had to endure that. Uh, we also talked about uh, in the message, love versus faith. Did you know that you could love someone but not have trust in them? Yeah. You can actually love somebody and not have trust in them. It's strange, but most of us are there with God. You know, we love God, but we don't necessarily trust God. So we address that issue. And we got so much more on the show. I just hope that you're having a good time. I hope that this podcast is helping you. And uh, let me know what you think. All right, let's go. Somebody ought to declare this is my winning season. Listen, let me tell you something. Let, let, let me just let me just help somebody out there. there. There's so much that God wants to do with you right now, but you got to believe this thing. You got to take hold of this thing that this is your winning season. See, the enemy wants you to believe that this is your time to struggle. He wants you to look at what's going on uh, around you as far as with inflation and other things that's happening in society, not to mention all your own personal family problems. And he wants you to be down and focus on the things that are negative. But but what you need to understand, what you need to start confessing right now is this is my winning season. For when I am weak, therefore I am strong. In other words, when it seems like I'm at my weakest, when it seems like I can't win, when it seems like everything that's around me doesn't say that I should be winning. That's when God shows up and, and says that I'm going to do what I said I was going to do. I'm going to show you that I'm not a man that I should lie, neither the son of man that I should repent. If I said it, it has to happen in your life. What has God said concerning you? You need to grab hold of that thing. You need to start remembering that thing and say, what has God said about me? And if he said that thing about me, it has to happen. Somebody just shout, it's my winning season. 
Oh, glory to God. I said, shout, it's my winning season. Yes, I'm talking to you, ma'am, who's getting dressed. Yes, I'm talking to you, sir, who's driving your car right now. I dare you to shout, it's my winning season. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Listen, I, I want to get into this word. I want to get into this word. And this, this is going to kind of uh, uh, go with what I was just talking about, okay? So I, I want to focus on something. Normally, I start off with a scripture, but I'm not going to start off with a scripture on today. I really want to talk to you and have this conversation with you on today. And, and I want to focus on this subject, this subject, love versus faith. Love versus faith well what are you talking about love versus faith you know many people run into this dilemma if we could really be honest about it many of us run into this dilemma or or, or you know love versus faith or should i say love versus trust you know if i'm going to put it in 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 natural terms love versus trust many people have this issue because there are many people who love uh their spouse there are many people who love uh, uh their friends there are many people who love uh their children but but they don't have any trust in their spouse any trust in their children and, and and i know it's a hard pill to swallow but if we could be honest there are many of us who love people that we don't trust let me say that again there are many of us who love people that we do not trust it is possible to be in love with someone you don't trust. It's it's possible to to love you you could love your spouse, your husband or your wife. You could love them to death, but you really don't trust them. Yeah. You can love them to death, but you really don't trust them their word is not really good with you because of various reasons whether it be something from your past before them or or your past with them or just some of the characteristics that 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 they have some of the things that you see you know when, when you look at them when you're around them you love them but you don't trust them. Maybe their word isn't good. You know, it, it, it's just their word hasn't hasn't proven to be uh, 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 something that you could depend on. It hasn't proven to be dependable. I love them, but I can't trust them. And so we understand that when we talk about natural relationships whether it be with like i said our spouse or our children you know we love our children but that doesn't mean i trust everything that you said maybe i don't i i love you but i you know maybe i don't believe everything you said because your word hasn't proven to be trustworthy and so i propose this question to you on today are you do you do you trust god or do you just love god that's a fair question do i 
trust God? Do I love God? Do I just love God or do I trust God? Because as I gave those examples, I believe that there are many of us who who call ourselves Christians and we are Christians. We are, but but we don't we don't trust God like we should. We love God. There's no doubt that we love God. But do we really trust him? It's kind of like this. I, I love God enough to spend time with him. I love God enough to talk to him. But I don't trust God to deliver me out of certain situations. Oh, goodness. I, I, I don't trust God to to deliver me out of out of certain situations as far as when it comes to um um getting me uh as far as my healing i i love him but i can't seem to trust him to do that for me to be healed i love god but i can't seem to trust him to be delivered i let me put it down let me go down a little further i i love god but i don't trust him enough to uh answer my prayers you know there, there are a lot of people that love god but don't necessarily trust god and so what god is saying to us on today is i want i, I want you to trust me i don't just want you to love me I don't want you to just give me your affection, but I want you to trust me. I, I want you to have the ability to, to put your life in my hands. You know, and that's what it really boils down to. You know, it, it it's, it's one of those things where we, we have to understand, we have to find out where we are. We have to be honest at where we are with God. You know, I love God. I really do love God, but maybe I don't trust him like I should trust him. And why is that? Well, there can be there can be a number of reasons why we don't trust God like we should. You know, we we don't we don't have the when we talk about trust, we don't have the faith that we should have to to really trust him to to believe that he's going to uh bring me out of uh the situation that i'm in to believe that he's going to hear my prayer and when he hears my prayer he is going to answer my prayer you you know the scripture and this is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will he heareth us and if we know that he hears us see a lot of us don't know that he hears us a lot of us don't know that he hears us and some think you know some would say i know he hears me but i don't trust him to answer so ask yourself on today do i just love god or do i really trust god do I love God and do I allow him to be God? Oh God, let me say that again. Do I love God and do I allow him to be God? If we say that all power is in his hands, then, then if we really believe that, then we should have the ability to trust God like we need to. And so many of us, we're, we're in this love relationship, but 
but there's no trust there. And so I will, I, I will give you affection. Watch this. I will give you affection. I will tell you how much I love you. But I guard myself uh, when it comes to expectations. Because I don't trust you like I should. Oh, God. Let, can, can we be real? Can, can, can we be honest on today that, that we have met people in our lives or we have people in our lives that we will give them all the love that we can, but we guard ourselves a little bit because we don't want to have an expectation of them uh, doing what they said they were going to do. And so when they have failed us, you know, some, they you, they might have failed you. It didn't hurt you as much because you had no expectation to begin with. All I'm trying to ask you on today is do you really trust God? Are you, are you not only a giver, but you're a receiver? You know, you you give out love, but can you receive love? Can you can you can you lean on him? You know, the Bible talks about trusting the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. Do I really trust God or am I just am I just in love with him? And so we say, why aren't things happening like they should for us? Why why is why are we why are we uh, uh, failing right now? You know, why is society failing right now? Why are churches failing right now? Why are ministries, you know, why are they failing? Could it be because we love him, but we don't trust him? I'll worship you, but I won't take you at your word. And it doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make you, oh goodness, how should I say this? It, it doesn't say that, that, you know, you're just doing your own thing. You know, it's not like you're out there sinning. You know, you just, you know, you know what people talk about sinning, they normally talk about the, the big sins. You know, you're not fornicating. You're not lying. You're not missing church. It's not that you don't, you don't, uh, uh, worship God. It's just deep down inside, whether you know it or not, you really don't trust him like you need to trust him. And, and God is saying, I want you to trust me. I don't just want you to love me. I don't just want your affection, but I want you to trust me. I want you to trust me. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 7, Starting at verse seven, it's 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 the I call it the by faith scriptures. When you start at verse seven, <coughs> excuse me, it says, "By faith, Noah, when warned about things not yet seen, in holy fear, fear built an ark to save his family. By his faith, he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness that is in keeping with faith. By faith, Abraham." This is our, our spiritual father. By faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. 
By faith, he made his home in the promised land like a stranger in the foreign country. He lived in tents as did Isaac and, ja and Jacob who were heirs with him of the same promise for he was looking forward to the city with foundations whose architect and builder is God. That's Hebrews chapter 11, verse seven through 10. Notice in those scriptures, it never said anything about how much they loved him. Now we understand that they did love God, but notice how they felt about God is not in display in these scriptures. It said by faith they did. By faith they obeyed. They trust they they trusted God. It had nothing to do with their emotion. It had nothing to do with uh, uh, it, it really didn't have much to do with their affection because, you know, although, you know, they they love God. Yes, but they also obeyed him. They trusted his word. And so all that they accomplished. All that they received. Was because they obeyed his word. And so that's what we're missing. That's what what the the church, I, I believe, the body of Christ in in a lot of in a lot of ways. That's what we're missing. We got the love part, but do I trust you? Do I trust God? You know, people will say they're pointing out to the scripture. Um, um, Jesus says, if if you love me, uh, keep my commandments. You know, so I, I love you and I'll keep your commandments. Watch this. I'll love you and I'll keep your commandments. I, I'll do what you 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 told me to do. You know, when we, we talk about when we think about commandments, we're thinking about, OK, I'm going to still be a good Christian. I'm a I'm a learn how to be a good Christian and and. And, and do what I'm supposed to do according to your word. But we miss the faith part. I don't mind doing what you said, you know, when it comes to, you know, being good, when it comes to loving my neighbor, when it comes to thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not commit adultery, all, all that good stuff. We, we'll do that, but we miss the faith part. Where I will say, I trust you with all my heart. I'll trust you with all my heart. So, so where, where are you today? I'm just trying to make you think. Maybe this is your hangup. Maybe this is why, you know, things don't work out for you like it worked out for other people because... You and that other person, both of y'all love God, but both of y'all don't trust God in the same way. Or in the same manner, should I say. They walk a different walk. They may believe God to do, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever, whatever it is. Do you? 
Or do you just love them? And I, I don't mean to to make it sound small because loving God is 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 something that that you know you you definitely want to do, but are you missing out because you don't really trust God? Somebody understands what I'm talking about. And maybe a light went off in somebody's head. Do I really trust God like I say I do? I know how to serve him. I know how to do all the things that he calls us to do, but but do I really trust him? The Bible says, but without faith, it is impossible. It is impossible to please him. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. So to really please God, he wants that faith. To really please God, he wants that trust. I I, I can appreciate, you know, it's like he, he's, he's telling you, I appreciate the worship. I appreciate you falling on the floor and worshiping me. I appreciate you reading my word. I appreciate you praying to me, you know. I appreciate all that. I appreciate the bumper stickers on the car, you know. I appreciate the God is dope t-shirts and all that stuff. But what would really please me and really make me happy is for you to have faith in me. It's for you to believe me. Come on, fellas. You know what it is. It's 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 different. You you feel when when your when your wife really has faith in you, you walk different. Come on, somebody. When 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 your children have really have faith in you, you walk different. You you stand a little different. Them shoulders and that head be up a little bit more because my children believe me. My children have faith in me. It's just different. It's a it's a different uh, relationship when there's faith in the relationship, when there's trust in the relationship. I've I've met many who who, <laughs> Lord have mercy. I, I've met many. I'm just gonna talk on the male point of view now. I, I've met many men. Who, who may love a woman, but don't trust them. I, I've met many women who love men, but don't trust them. And, and I've seen men trying to get that trust. You know, I just want you to trust me. Why, why don't you just trust me? It'll be an argument. Why don't you just trust me? That's, that's, that's what God is saying. Why don't you just trust me? God, why don't you just trust me? That's what God is saying. I, I, I know you, you, you have some feelings for me, but I want you to trust me. If you really want to show how much you love me and you want to really make me feel good, trust me. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. 
you know, it, it's it's this story in Matthew chapter 19. Um, a little further down, Matthew 19, let me see, uh, 16, Matthew 19, 16 through 22. You will see the story of the young ruler. As a matter of fact, let me just read it to you. So you'll know what I'm talking about. Matthew chapter 19, 16 through 22. It says, just then a man came up to Jesus, Jesus and asked, teacher, what good thing must I do to get eternal life? Why do you ask me what is good? Jesus replied, there's only one who is good. If you want to enter life, uh, keep the commandments. Which ones, he, he inquired. Jesus replied, you shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. Hello, we were just talking about this. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony. Honor your father and mother and love your neighbor as yourself. So then the young ruler says, all these I have kept. Uh, I have kept. What do I still lack? Jesus answered, if you want to be perfect, go sell your possessions and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. When the young man heard this, he went away sad because he had great wealth. So so this is what I was just hitting on. We 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 know how to love God. We know how to keep the scriptures. The commandments, thou shalt not this, thou shalt not that. You know, we got that part. So this rule is asking Jesus, what, what else do I need to do? And Jesus said, if you want to be perfect, if you really want to do this thing, if you really want to please me, if you really want to follow me, sell everything you got. sell it all. And so what happened? The young ruler went away discouraged. He went away sad because he had great wealth. What what is what is that scripture saying? See many people will look at you know the young ruler's wealth and say, you know, he has to give that up. That's why he was sad. He's not sad uh, just because he has to give up his wealth. I believe why this thing troubled him or why it made him so sad, because when you say, okay, take, you know, you're going to, you want me to get rid of everything. So now I am strictly dependent on you. That's what it was. It wasn't the amount of money I have to give up. It's that I now have to depend to I, I now have to depend on you completely. I gotta trust you completely. And I don't know if I can do that. How many so so it's the ruler. It's the young ruler who has great wealth. But how many of us are, are working a nine to five? And I'm not saying quit your job, but I want you to hear what I'm saying. How, how many of us have a nine to five? We got all this stuff 
um uh, you know we work these jobs and and we'll work overtime and and, and more overtime and, and just do all this stuff and then we're not willing to give up our time because we don't trust god like we need to i thank you for the job but i'm not willing to give it up because i don't i i don't trust you like i should i'm not preaching against having a job i believe every man should work the bible talks about every man working but but what i'm saying is we put things in front of god we have more trust in jobs we have more trust in people than we do in god even though we love god our faith says our action says as much as i love you i can't trust you and some of us are dealing with something right now that god is trying to fix in your life but let me let me let me hip you to something the only way you're going to really be delivered from that thing the only way god is going to really uh uh uh, do something new in your life is you have to learn to let go and let God. You have to really learn how to trust God uh, no matter what it looks like. I trust God. And if we as the body of Christ, if we as believers get to that point where we say, I trust God more than anything else, I can see, touch, hear, whatever the five senses. I, I believe God more than I believe my five senses. Then we'll be so much better off and we can really do some things. God is wanting to get some stuff to you. I believe that. But he needs to know that you trust him. Do you love him? But do you trust him as well? All right, Pastor DRE back here with you. Time for some headlines right now. I just want to focus on a couple, okay? But uh, it's a lot going on, as we all know. Uh, but before I get to the main subject, let's 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 talk about some things. So, listen. <laughs> There, there was a big, uh, so so recently, let me let me just say this. Recently, there has been a big shakeup, at least I know in my community, in my state, you know, just people I've been around. I've heard a lot of grumbling and complaining about the Dollar Tree. Oh boy, people have lost their mind over the Dollar Tree. You mean to tell me they're raising the prices 25 cents? How dare they? I'm talking about when Dollar Tree went from a dollar to a dollar twenty-five. You would have thought they went to ten twenty-five. People were losing their mind. This is not hearsay. This is what I actually saw with my own eyes. They were giving the employees grief. Some people because the price went up, you know, twenty-five cents and did not stay a dollar never mind it's been a dollar probably since they've been you know in school 
but but they raised it 25 cents and people just lost their natural mind well let's fast forward now we're looking at dollar tree and guess what people they have just had the best quarter that they've ever had according to to the news they have actually uh profited uh 11 percent 11 percent um from where they were last year and you want to know why because guess what when inflation is really high and gas is really high you don't mind paying a quarter for something you would have to pay an extra dollar for somewhere else listen i know it is tight for everybody i i know this gas is is high i saw this one thing on facebook i thought it was funny you know they had the prices of gas and they had like uh regular was an arm uh mid-level was a leg premium was their soul you know gas is really high um and, and so with all that going on the dollar tree is the last people we need to be getting the attitude with you know and it's just showing here you know you you know it, it's thing it's still cheaper in the dollar tree versus other stores so people just just give them a break you know but i'm happy for the dollar tree that they're seeing uh <laughs> that they're seeing profits uh their highest profits in in a while you know listen i still love dollar tree i go every week you know i ain't sitting there crying about the 25 cents you know instead of paying you know i'm paying a dollar 25 here versus you know three dollars and some change somewhere else boy bye okay i love the dollar tree big ups to the dollar tree glad you're doing well wish i had stock in you glad you're doing well okay in other news we got um there's a story out of boston this is coming from news one and it is uh there's a company called um city fresh city fresh foods and they have just landed a uh, contract with the city to um to to um fund their the, the schools to provide food that's the word i'm looking for to provide provide food for the schools it's a 17 million dollar contract uh one of the largest contracts um ever to a minority group these are some these are minorities 17 million dollar contract to provide food to the schools in boston uh and that is major 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 because you know well maybe you don't know but a lot of times when we talk about government contracts and things of that nature many times minorities uh miss out on those contracts you know uh, the article talks about you know there's they there's about 2.1 billion dollars uh, of government contracts and guess how much minorities make up of you know how much they get of those contracts according to the article 1.2 percent so for them to lend this contract a 17 million dollar contract to provide food for the schools uh is very very big is groundbreaking and hopefully there will be more minority groups um getting a chance at making money like other companies all we want is a fair shot you know and so that's that's very big um 
you know they're they're looking at doing some some new things uh with the uh transaction you know they're going to focus on limiting waste limiting waste uh in schools as far as the food and everything else and they're doing some organic things as well so not only did they get the the contract but they've already got a plan on how to limit the waste and also make it healthy for the kids which is which is very important you know kids eat junk all day they need a good meal a good healthy meal so loving that story right there okay now this this thing let's let's just talk about this real quick and i i'm i'm gonna try not to spend too much time on it on this but the tragedy that has happened in texas is uh it's I, I can't believe it i really can't believe it you know can can i be honest with you all i'm gonna be very honest you hear about these tragedies the shooting in buffalo and things of that nature you hear about these tragedies and your heart goes out to them but but in some instances i don't know about anybody else I, i'm just gonna talk about me now in some instances because i have heard it so much i have kind of become numb to it i, I kind of became numb to it um not not saying that i didn't hate that it happened but the emotional roller coaster that I would go through I was not going through because I've heard these tragedies so many times you know with police brutality and you know racial conflicts and all, all that stuff. I, I, I've you know I've heard it for a long time and you know I'm just like that's that's just that's what it is I hate that it happens but you know I almost kind of kind of expect it but but this hit a little different. You had a young man kill children. I would never get numb to that. Um, in Texas, Valdi, I believe it's Valdi, Texas. Uh, a young man first killed his grandmother and then drove off wrecked the car or the truck went into the school went into a classroom and opened fire killing a total I believe of 21 people that's killing 21 people not not the amount he shot but killing 21 people uh, 19 of those I don't have the article in front of me so I'm just going by memory but 19 of those were children and uh of course two adults they were teachers and and so my heart really goes out to this this is an elementary school an elementary school every child killed was 10 and under and it's really unfortunate it's 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 you know me being a, a minister, um, you want to help everybody. 
but man, this this just hits different. I I, I can't say what I really want to say, but please understand when I saw this, I'm going to be honest with you. When I saw this, when I heard the report, I, I, I wanted more to happen, you know, because I am a parent, because I am a husband, you know, I have grandkids. I have, I have, I have nieces and nephews and Lord knows what I would have done if this situation were to take place and so yes let's let's pray for everybody involved you know the person who, who did the shooting he is dead um, but let's pray for everybody involved but but let me let me just say this. And I hope I don't sound, well, at this point, I really don't care how I sound, you know, just, just hear what I'm saying and you, you'll understand where I'm coming from. When this happened, the first thing they wanted to say was, or, or, or talk about was a couple things. Number one was mental health. They, they immediately went to mental health. And the other thing was um, why didn't anybody do anything? Apparently he posted on Facebook 15 minutes before that he, he was going to shoot up school. Um, and so of course nobody really wants to take blame for this thing. Which is why first thing they do is quote mental health. And then they want to, you know, bring up Facebook and we need to make a, a, a quicker response time with Facebook and, and 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 everything else. And now people are, are, you know, questioning the police, you know, why didn't the police get there sooner and and all that stuff. And you 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 may say those are valid points, but but here's my thing. And just hear me out. I'm tired of hearing about mental health. I'm personally tired of hearing about it. Not because I don't believe it. I believe that there are people who suffer with mental health. I I believe that. I honestly do. But there are too many people who are talking about mental health and not talking about other subjects or or where we, we really went wrong. We talk about mental health, but no one's talking about the fact that he bought guns legally for his 18th birthday. He bought guns legally for his 18th birthday. Not just one, guns on his 18th birthday. And use those to um, commit this heinous act. Am I against guns? I'm not. I'm not against guns. But I want you to think about something for a minute. You must be 21 
to drink alcohol. You must be 21 to buy liquor. Because of the Trump administration, you now have to be 21 to buy cigarettes. 21 to buy cigarettes. 21 to buy alcohol. You want to know why they put it at 21? Because they say they don't trust you to uh, make a good judgment on whether this is good for you or not. They feel like you need to be older to make that kind of call for your life. The reason why alcohol has always been at about 21, has been 21 years old is because they feel you may make bad decisions while you're drinking the alcohol. The reason why they moved the the uh, the uh, cigarettes up to 21 from 18 was because they felt like you were not old enough to make a proper decision concerning your health. But yet, we will give uh, those people who don't, uh, who smoke, who drink, we'll tell them 21 to do that. But we will let an 18-year-old kid buy multiple guns and who are they going to shoot with? Think about this. You made the ages for liquor and tobacco 21 because you feel like they're, they're not old enough to make a sound decision. But yet you will still let an 18-year-old kid buy multiple guns legally. So I don't, I don't want to hear anything about mental health. Because guess what? Even if he was dealing with mental health, if we had the ages at a proper age, if he could not get access to those guns, this doesn't happen. I don't want to hear about mental health. I don't want nobody blaming the cops. Why didn't they go into the building? They're, you know, they do have a life too. I know that their duty is to serve and protect. You know, they got families too though. I don't want to hear anything about them talking about, you know, what the cops didn't do. If that child does not have access to those guns, to those guns, we're not having this discussion. I don't want to hear nothing about, you know, let's get a quicker response time on mental health and and on, uh, excuse me, on, on Facebook. And he posted on Facebook and nobody said nothing and there should have been an alert or something like that. I don't want to hear none of that. The fact of the matter is the boy was 18 years old, was allowed to buy multiple guns and this happened now I don't care you know I, I know this you know historically you know Republicans are are right to bear arms you know which by the way is is you know because they talk about the Constitution but we, we must understand you know we didn't have police and stuff back then when we're talking about right to bear arms but that's another discussion I don't care whether you're Republican Democrat don't matter everyone who has a conscience and has uh, who and, and, and are competent must admit something has to be done because it makes no sense that I, I won't let you drink or smoke 
to hurt yourself, but I'll let you buy guns to help somebody to hurt somebody else. That's all I'm saying. But those are our headlines for the day. All right, I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Pastor D.R.E. back here with you. Today, I got a special guest with me, and I'm just going to ask us some questions. This is part of our family value, family values segment. And so, you know, I got Naya in the building. Can you say hello, Naya? Hi. Hi. And so, Naya, how old are you? 16. 16. Okay. And where do you attend school? At Drea High School. Drea High School. Okay. That's what's up. So, I got a couple questions I want to ask you. Uh, first off, what's your uh, favorite thing about being a kid? I don't got to pay bills. You, <laughs> you ain't got to pay bills? Okay. I definitely understand that. I remember there was this thing that uh, I think it was Toys R Us. They said, "I don't wanna grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. It is not nice paying these bills. You got the car bill, you got the electric bill, you got the mortgage. You got Lord, I'm about to tear up right now. It's just too much going on right <laughs> now. But but yeah, so you don't want to pay bills, okay? So, uh, what what do you see yourself doing in the future? Paying bills. Paying bills. <laughs> Okay, we know you're going to pay bills, but uh, what do you... So, what do you want to be when you grow up? A neurosurgeon. A neurosurgeon, okay. Okay, anything else? Nothing. No? Okay, so just... No, so, you're really focused on this thing. You definitely want to be a neurosurgeon. What What made you want to be a neurosurgeon? How did you get to that conclusion? Um, well, when I started taking anatomy, and, like, we started learning about the brain, I was like, this is pretty interesting. So then I looked at like what type of jobs like interfere with the brain mm-hmm. and I saw that one and I always wanted to be a doctor since I was little so it's just like okay oh. so since it's in the same field we can so this has been like a, a a lifetime thing well I mean you ain't that old but you you've been thinking about this since you was a kid um how do your parents feel about you being a nurse they was like <laughs> Their reaction was funny because they said, "Well, I just want you to be happy, whatever job." You do. See, see, and that's what parents do. That's what parents say. That's our goal. We just want you to be happy. You know, whatever, whatever field you choose, we want you to be happy. Now, I don't want you to be happy doing some other things. You know. Yeah. Uh, which I won't go into, but but as long as you're happy <laughs> and you're being productive, I'm good with it. Okay, uh, let me ask you this: What is the greatest advice um, your mom has ever given you? That okay. Hold on, let me think on this one. Um, the greatest. It's a lot she said to you over the years, I guess. Yeah, um, she would. Hold on, let me think about how to say it. Oh, okay. So she would say that the one thing that I used to do was always sing. So she was like, "Why won't you make your own song and mm-hmm. put it out there?" Hmm. 
So that was the greatest advice she's ever given you. And she was like, always, <laughs> no. no I mean, I'm just trying to figure no, it out. Um, she would always say, always focus on your goals. Always focus on your goals. Okay. And I, I guess I can see where the singing thing comes in. You know, she's, she's, she's basically trying to tell you, you know, if you like singing, make it happen. You know, um, what does your father say? Um, he's always said, watch your surroundings because mm. people in these worlds are crazy. Now that's that's my dude right there. See, I can definitely get with that. So mama's like, be everything you can be. And your dad's like, hey, watch who you hang around. Which is both sound advice, you know, for people who's kind of been out in the streets and everything. We we understand how that work, that dynamic works. Go after your goals, but watch who you hang around because you never know, you know, people's intention and, and who's really for you, who's really against you. So definitely gotta watch your goals, okay? So so um, uh, you say you wanna be a neurosurgeon. It sounds like you have very good parents, you know, parents that are. Um, who are definitely in your corner, who's concerned about you, who's constantly pouring into you. Uh, is there anything or anybody else that you um, kind of go to? Because, you know, they always talk about how it takes a village to raise a child. So is there anybody else in your life that kind of pushes you in the right direction or gives you advice? You know, people who are important in your life. Yeah, you. Oh, me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, well, I'll, I'll take it. Well, and I hope I've been giving you some, some good advice, you know. Was not expecting that awkward. But okay, it's cool, it's cool. So, <laughs> so it sounds like everything is going good. Everything is going good. Um, uh, is there anything you would tell a peer right now? Because it sounds like you got your head on straight. You're going, uh, you want to be a neurosurgeon. You got good people that surround you. For those kids who may not have, uh, who may feel like they don't have a loving mother or a loving father, who don't have that that outlet, you know, like me or or anybody else you can go to, what would you tell that, that child that is feeling kind of alone <clears throat> and don't have that same outlet. What would your advice be to them? Pray about it. Pray about it? You're not just saying that, right? No. Um, I'm truly speaking. Why Why do you say pray about it? Because when... I'm going to speak from my point of view. Mm -hmm. When I was down, my advice was... Well, somebody told me, you should pray about it. Mm-hmm. God always hears everybody's answers. So mm. pray about it. Hmm. Do you mean God is still talking today? It, it's amazing that, you know, kids know about God nowadays. No, I'm <laughs> But he said, pray about it. Okay. And, and so you did a lot of praying. Huh? I did a lot of praying. Thank you. And how old are you? 16. 16. You did a lot of praying. Oh, I wish I could say some things right now. But I'll just say this, 
if a 16-year-old knows to pray, what are the adults doing? That's all I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying. If a 16-year-old knows they need to pray, what about these adults out here? But anyway, I digress. Well, now, I really appreciate this time. I'm glad you answered my question so eloquently and gave me your time. So say bye to the people. Bye. <laughs>
but it won't prosper against you. It's going to work out for your good. And you might be on that other side of the coin. Lord, I did some things I ain't had no business doing. I just disobeyed you and everything else. Well, guess what? When you repent and you tell the Lord you're sorry, you admit what you've done, God has a way. Lord knows. I'm telling you what I know. God has a way of flipping that thing that was going to kill you. He flips it and makes it work for you and make you stronger. You just got to stick it out. Now I have something I say all the time and I'm going to end it with this. I'm going to leave you with this. And this is my confession. I believe that God's word is true. It is the final authority in my life. Therefore, everything he has said concerning me shall come to pass. Now, if you believe that, just say amen. I'll see you next weekend, all right? <laughs>